Welcome to the Chaos Network. Now you're all in big, big trouble. What time is it? We will throw out all kinds of sports topics. The moment Delonte West banged LeBron's mom, LeBron had every right to do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, that's horrible. Political views. If we get rid of abortion in the United States, what happens when Bethel Roethlisberger is uh, holding <laughs> down some chick and gets her pregnant and she can't get rid of the baby? <laughs> Is that your best? Random rants and stuff. Are you supposed to record podcasts over? I'm your huckleberry. I do drugs all my life. My life will be shorter. Oh, Peyton Manning breaks his fucking arm. <laughs> all right, Sunday night, and for all you who are tired of hearing my voice and my voice only, you get a special treat tonight. It's not only my voice that you'll get. Well, you get the sounder, so you actually get to hear everybody's voice. But I got, uh, I got, oh my God, I don't even know how to, I mean, we have all the names in the world for Boys Town, West Hollywood. Now, what, he's Mr. Ball and Chain, I guess. I'm not even sure what to call him anymore. Back from his honeymoon, back from living the life of a uh, couple's retreat, and in probably one of the nicest places on the planet. What up, bro? Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to call out that, I'm not the only married guy on the show, so I don't necessarily think we can justify being called ball and chain. No, no, um, no we can't. You, definitely, because you're the newest. By like a week. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Still, I mean, it's still, you beat him by a week. I mean, you you have the title until he's never been on the show, and he'll never be on the show, but he's a staple of the show. Until Cook gets married, bro, you're 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 it. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm good, brother. Glad to be back. Kind of been on hiatus, like you said. Did the married thing. Did the uh, the couples retreat, honeymoon thing. Had to go to Nashville for a week and do that thing for the other job. And uh, you know, glad to be on and excited for the game that's on tonight. And excited that uh, the World Series starts on Wednesday. And just excited to talk to you, bro. Oh, uh, see, I've missed you. It's always it's always fun to do the throwback to you guys on Mike in Sports. Oh, fun. totally, totally. You know, and I, I would like to kick this show off properly by saying that, you know, we're in the month of October, uh, and, and, you know, it's the one month of the year that the rest of the world joins the ranks of Sports Hour Way to appreciate, stare, care, and raise money for boobs. Um, as you know, it's Boob Awareness Month. Um, we stare because we care. So, uh, you know, just... Donate to your local boob charity. Make, wear some pink. Uh, squeeze some tits. Uh, get out there and show some love. And if, if you squeeze tits, just try not to get arrested. Or if you do arrested, it's okay. Tweet at SOW Hollywood at FNK House is okay, too. Just let us know the story. We'll read it on the air while you're in jail. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, any, anything going on with you, bro? Catch me up real quick. Oh, uh, what's going on with me? Um... Actually, I'll share a story real quick because I, I, since I was I wasn't sure if you're going to be on or not. I was watching uh, uh, like ESPN Classic or something the other day, and they had like an old Masters tournament on, and uh, I kind of found it humorous as I'm watching the Masters. What they have every year at the Masters is uh, women who come to protest the Masters because you know you got. Billy Bob Huckleby and Jimmy Job and Jim Rip motherfucker out there who are so behind the times that they still don't allow women at Augusta or to play on Augusta or things like that. And it just kind of dawned on me really quick is why would you protest to go play golf at some place? 
maybe protest gay rights, I get the women's lib, protest, I don't know, against, uh, like, like our other show that we have as part of the network, the Father's Advocacy Show, or, or actually uh, Parents' Advocacy show, Advocacy show is what it's turned into with Footprints, protesting a place to go play golf just seems, I know that's not the whole foundation behind it, but to me it seemed a little odd. I, I thought I'd just share that with you. Yeah, dude, that's, that's been something that's been going on forever. And yeah. You're right. It, it's fucking retarded. Right. Um, it's one of those situations where are, are you missing out? Right. Like, are, are you really missing out? Is it, is it gonna is it gonna change the world if women get invited, you know, and, and start playing at uh, Augusta? Yeah. Don't the answer to obviously no. Right. Right. And and you and I both get there's a bigger message behind it. But I'm, I'm thinking. Don't you have your own yard you can garden in? You need to go garden in someone else's. I'm just, I don't know that you need all that acreage to just go on there. And I mean, as soon as you put a divot, I'm sure you'll put a pottery barn in that same place. It doesn't freaking matter. It's golf. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the Mexicans got the, uh, the gardening down for them. So. Yeah, wouldn't it be great? If on the other side of the women who were over there protesting, there was a bunch of Mexicans protesting, don't take our jobs, you know, <laughs> that, would be, that would be classic to me. Yeah, I'm sure. I guess I should start a list in my wallet of women I've just offended, and that would be a pretty big one, you know. There you go. I was going to say, we could start a list of Mexican things we have. I could add that to my wallet. Yeah, there you go. God, so, you, have, you have the biggest wallet ever with no money in it. Not that you're broke. I'm just saying it's all card friendly now. Dog lists of friends. Uh, yes. so if you want to join uh, my list of friends, uh, or just talk to Chaos or myself tonight, and give us a call at six four six three seven eight zero seven nine three. We're going to talk a little football, talk a little World Series, uh, talk a little bit of Chaos. I'm sure. Again, six four six three seven eight zero seven nine three. If you're in the Twitter sphere, Twitter sphere, Twitter sphere. Tweet us here, whatever it's called. You can tweet the show at Sports Alert Our Way blog. Uh, you can reach our boys who aren't with us, Gov at Governor underscore Baines. You can reach Snowflake, aka Scotty, aka all the other nicknames that aren't related to me, at Kendall Scott. Uh, you can hit up my boy Chaos on the other end of this show at FN Chaos, and of course myself at SOW Hollywood. And just one more time for shits and giggles, six four six three. Seven eight zero seven nine three. As much as we do miss our friends, I am glad you are here. And we have one being a father, and we have another one seeing if his uh, boys will end up in the World Series. So, uh, two guys in life and sports. It is. Let's go ahead and start this motherfucker. This is another public service announcement. <laughs> you just tell me that eating pussy is going to give me cancer. Yep. Oh, good. God is going to be my DMAS. But as they say in the U.S. Navy, there is no wrong hole. No. Getting a little strange on daytime TV. You are broke back, Jack. I'm your Huckleberry. Also DMAS. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. All right. So DMAS, uh, it is a school in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm still trying to find the name of the school. I've read the article four or five times, and it is totally uh, eluding me. Uh, north of North Andover High School uh, in Boston. So here's the why. Here's the why. Here's the why. There's the why. All right, here's why um, 
Shit, here we go. Uh, here's why it's all said and done, why this, this is the, the DMAS. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Titties came across the screen. Happens every now and then, and that's going to make me lose my train of thought. Um, so this girl is at work. She's a uh, senior at this high school. She's a uh, captain of the volleyball team, um, and uh, she was suspended uh, one day from school in five games, I believe. is what, uh, Five games, and I believe one day from school. Here's why she was suspended. Her friend, um, her friend, da, 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 whatever, her friend called her. Her friend was at a party and was way drunk, all right? Her friend called her and said, look, I'm too drunk to drive. Can you come pick me up and bring me home from this party? Uh, so um, she decides, all right, cool, no problem. You know, thanks for calling me. I'll, I'll take care of you. She drives to the party to pick up her friend, and when she does, you know, it's in a neighborhood. It's just like any other house party. Uh, she stops there, and uh, she has a hard time finding her friend because she's in amongst a bunch of, you know, people. She drives through, she find, or she walks through, she ends up finding her friend, and as she gets her friend, uh, the cops raid the party. Well, when the cops raid the party, they're detaining everybody. Cops actually take her uh, aside, find out that she is not um, drunk or, or under the influence of any time, tells her the story. Um, she doesn't get arrested or anything like that. Story gets back to the school. The school says, we don't want our, uh, our high school athletes, uh, captain of uh, uh, high school athletics, to even be associated with any, anything like this, and that is why they suspended her. That's the reason they suspended her. Um, now, since then, uh, the mom has filed a lawsuit against the North End of her high school protesting the suspension. Uh, and the judge said that it could not have any jurisdiction over the case because it's not really uh, their type of matter. I, I don't quite get what North Andover is thinking. It's kind of the dumbest fucking thing you have. I mean, first of all, the girl's name who called her or was Erin Cox. And first of all, good for her for doing something that pro athletes don't fucking do even when they have a car service. And that's call a friend to pick them up and give them a ride home. And this girl is being a good friend to leave when she's done with work, go pick up her friend and make sure she's home safe and gets penalized for this shit? I mean, we talk on this show and all the other shows constantly about the dumb decisions that kids make, um, but, you know, they're over-penalized for them. The, 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 the suspensions at the bus stops for, you know, playing like it's a fake gun that they have or showing that you have a fake gun against us, all that stuff. This girl does the responsible thing, takes care of her friend, and gets punished by a school who's trying to teach moral values and trying to teach why things are supposed to be right in the world. I mean, really, to me, the school seems like the child here, and the child seems like the fucking adult. And there is, like, if there is a way, like, we could roast the school, that should be fucking done. Because there is, there, there is such a wrong message being sent here, and the girl's doing the right thing. And for that, North Andover, you are the motherfucking DMAF of DMAFs for this one. Absolutely. Yeah, this is, this is fucking crazy, man. I pulled it up. And, uh, you know, Aaron Cox is the captain of the volleyball team, you know, gets, gets demoted because she does her friend a solid and goes to pick her up. You know, it's funny, as I'm reading this article, and the president of NAD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, um, responded to this, right? Praises Aaron. Aaron Cox for her intentions, but says she should have called an adult. So, so let's go back. Let's go back to when we were in school, when we were teenagers, or, or you know, young adults, if you will. 
If your boy calls you and says, I'm pissed drunk, can you come and pick me up? What's the last fucking thing you're going to do? Call their parents? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, hey, let me let me just get you in trouble uh, by calling, you know, an adult to come pick your drunk ass up. Get the, the fuck out of here. Uh, good for her for, for, you know, looking out for a friend and, you know, this fucked up and going to federal court, so hopefully somebody will be like, you know, just get the shit out of here, drop everything, send her back, yeah. and send it smack that superintendent of the school upside the head. I mean, yeah, exactly. And, and, and no matter what, like, in this whole scenario, there is no point where it should have been, she did a good thing, but... No, no, no. She did a good thing. You know, just, you're absolutely right when you say about the, you know, we would never call their, our, our uh, friend's parents and by the way, uh, to what happened was... Um, but no, this girl did a good thing. She didn't need to call a parent. She didn't need to call anybody. She just she she did the right thing and that's took care of her friend. It's not like she was 15 and didn't have a license. Even then, I would still support the decision. But you know, she she's just fucking retarded. Fucking fucking retarded. DMAF for sure. Absolutely. All right. Cool. So, buddy, 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 buddy. It's what this is like the first. Sunday of football you've got to watch in a couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah, it uh, it's a, well, it's the first Sunday of football I've gotten to watch in entirety. Yeah, and enjoy, and it's uh, it's a big one. It's a big one for me as a Colts fan. Yeah, yeah, we'll try to keep this as clean and and and, and I don't want to say short because I know we're gonna do a good show and have a good time and you enjoy doing the show, but I know how into this game you're gonna be. So, so uh, uh, it's all. Good brother, it's all good. The TV's already on, and uh, you know it's it's muted, and I'm staring at fucking idiots talking about how crazy it is that Peyton Manning is is an indie for you know all that other bullshit. Yeah, I'll tell you. Since, since we're, we're kind of segueing into it, I'm going to start by just saying this. Um, you know, I refer to us as members of the media because of the show, and when you right. have over 200,000 hits, I feel like we should get some sort of pat on the back. But uh, to to hear all the the talking heads and the news articles and all the the press build this game up the way they have over the last ten days with the Jimmer say thing that he said over the summer and you know the the comparisons of, of luck and I, I must have I, I, it's probably been double digit times I've seen uh, snippets of the. I, we'll call it the exit interview that Manning did when the Colts announced that he was being released. Uh, this shit happens all the time. Uh, you know, it happened to Montana. Like, it's part of the game. And Manning was not, like, fired from the Colts. Manning was not traded or cut. He, he was part of the decision that was made to move the franchise forward, and he got it. He understood it. He understood it was a business. He didn't like it because he wanted to play for one franchise, but at the end of the day, he knew that he wasn't the next 10- to 15-year quarterback for a franchise. And when you have the number one pick, like that's what you got to do. Now, as a Colts fan, would you love to see Manning stay in Indy? Yes. Would you love to see them draft Andrew Luck and had Andrew Luck play on the bench behind Manning? Yes. But let's talk about another Manning, Eli Manning. 
who got his panties in a pinch the day he got drafted and refused to play for San Diego and blah, 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 and wasn't going to go and ended up getting a trade to New York. Like, that shit is what the Colts wanted to avoid when they drafted Luck. Now, the fit of the Colts situation was there was a rookie salary cap for Luck, so it wasn't like they were going to pay him some astronomical amount of money like Adford got, you know, the that uh, the Rams drafted him. But it's a fucking football game at the end of the day. It counts for one win. It counts for one loss. That's it. Well, okay, all that being said, all right, I'm cool with all that. You're right. I mean, they, the, the, only, the only thing that I don't like, but don't care about, it's not, it doesn't make that big of, of a deal to me, is I don't like that when they try to say we did the best thing uh, we could uh, as a Colts, uh, as the Colts organization, because that's that to me is bullshit too. Because if he did the best thing he could for the organization, he would have traded Manning and got something more back from him. But that's that's not a big issue. But what do you think about Ursay, What he said in the offseason and how that's being reacted to? About the championships thing? Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's right. Let's okay. let's be honest here, right? And, and, and let me preface this by saying, I'll be happy forever with what the Colts did under the Manning regime. They had more division titles than any other team. I think they're tied for the most division titles of like nine. Uh, they, they have two Super Bowl appearances. They have one Super Bowl win. They've got, uh, you know, Manning is, is probably on his way to his fifth MVP. So three MVP players. You've got a lot of records that, that are in books that can't be taken away. Um, that happened when Manning was in a, a Colts uniform. However, I want more Super Bowls. That's, that's the ultimate prize. You don't play the, the set records. Ask Marino. Like, you play for Super Bowls. For the rest of Marino's life, he will never have a Super Bowl. And that probably eats the fucker up. And he's he's one of the you know better quarterbacks that have ever played the game. I won't say best because, you know, there the, are the variables that we all start to argue about who is the best QB and what makes the quarterback the best and the Brady's and the Montana's and the Manning's and the Brees and the Rodgers. But, like, you always want more Super Bowls. And as as an owner, if I'm Jim say, in that's the prize. That's what gets you more money. That's what gets you more soup meal. Manning brought a Super Bowl to Indianapolis. Of all fucking places to host a Super Bowl, the city of Indianapolis. Get the fuck out of here. I never thought I'd see that in a million years. Right. Right. But, like, it doesn't change the reality that you want to win Super Bowls. Well, so there's no doubt about that. I'll tell you. And to answer your question, like, what do I think about what he said? And of all people to quote today, Keyshawn Johnson said it. And it, it, it was something about Jerry Buss. And he said, you know, Jerry Buss would have never said the Lakers should have been this, Magic should have done this, or this, or this. Like, that would have been shit that was, that was kept quiet. Um, if a player said it, okay. If a commentator said it, or a member of the media said it, okay. but like the owner, that shit you So uh, I agree with that thought process absolutely. Yeah, that's. I guess that's that's where I was going with it. You you always want to win more Super Bowls. I mean, before Manning got there, 
you guys hadn't even been to one. Um, and then you get into going to two under his regime. I think won the second most games while he was a quarterback than any other franchise. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe even the most. I, I, I forget what I heard, but I, whatever. Um, and then, uh, I love Keyshawn's comment and I love having Keyshawn on there so much more than I do Michael Irvin. Jesus Christ. Um, and uh, it was more of a uh, – I was listening to Ray Lewis on it, too. You were watching the same thing I was. Uh, he's all right on there. He just sounds like he's testifying every time. He sounds like he's Reverend Ray Lewis, and he needs a collection plate, and to go from there. It's fucking ridiculous. And then uh, uh, he's right, though, Keyshawn anyway. I mean, the owner shouldn't – the owner has the right to say whatever they want, but that player – and to insu- insinuate that player had anything to do with uh, not, not bringing – the brand of the Indianapolis Colts up to a higher level is, is ridiculous. And that's kind of the inference that he laid, whether he meant to or not. And that's the part that I think out of it all is the dumbest shit that he could have done. No, I agree, bro. Cause at the end of the day, it's a team sport. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not a Peyton Manning sport. It wasn't the Indianapolis Peyton Manning. It's right. not like he could dictate and control everything that happened on any football field. Like granted, he threw this and it cost them the Super Bowl against the Saints. Sure. Okay. you Peyton for throwing that pick. Yeah. But outside of that, he also took a team that couldn't win a fucking game and had won three in 13 seasons, and then the next year went 13-3. and three, And every year after that, won on a minimum of 10 games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no matter what. Something could be said for that. Yeah, no matter what, you could almost, almost every year put them up for 12-4. and four. Almost every year. It seemed like they were always 12-4. and four. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, well, how do you like the chances tonight? Uh, I, I, by there, I mean your Colts, not your Peyton Manning, because I know we sometimes kid you about being a, you know, want to get down and blow Manning. I'm not a gov. I don't cheer for players. I cheer for teams. But, uh, no, I, I think the Colts, the, the Colts, you know, you and I were talking about in the green room before the show, uh, Colts have a chance to keep it close. Um, they got to run the ball. T. Rich has got to have, you know, over 100 yards tonight because the only way you're going to beat Manning uh, is to keep him off the field. And uh, I told you I got a stat for you. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Manning, every single team in the NFL has won. Yeah. Yeah, that's cold. cold. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. So, you know, I mean, I think Ben probably wins. You know, candidly, uh, I, I I like the Colts plus seven. I know you and I are both in that bed, bed together tonight. Um, but I'll tell you, I think there's going to be a shit ton of points. Uh, Denver's got a stout defense, and, 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 and I don't think the only way that Indy's going to put points on the board is by passing. I don't think Trent Richardson is going to be enough um, to, to keep drives continuously going at all four points. So, uh, I don't think we'll see a lot of turnovers tonight, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see not just the uh, amount of points or uh, how it plays out, but I'm um, interested to see how many plays, and maybe you've heard, I haven't heard, how many plays Vaughn Miller plays for Denver um, because he seems like he's, uh, you know, he, it's his first game back, so uh, he's going to be, you know, not in football shape, all that stuff. And they definitely, you know, could use the pass rush, that's for sure. No, I totally agree. Uh, you know, Miller, he he hasn't been practicing. So to your point, he's not in top football shape. 
but uh, it's still Von Miller. We're still talking about one of the best defensive guys in the league. So yeah, yeah, and you know he's going to get to Andrew Luck, I imagine, a couple of times. It's a whole different story if he can bring down Andrew Luck. Well, yeah, no, I, absolutely. I mean, Andrew Luck's kind of a, uh, you know, if Snowflake was on tonight, I'd say he's a little bit like Roethlisberger when it comes to being. Oh, sure. He, he's got the ability to just literally pitch people off of his shoulder if he needs to and, and create space to uh, extend the play. Um, sure. And the offensive line is, uh, has done a pretty good job. I know he, he's got quite a few sacks, but, but they've done a pretty good Good job of yeah. giving him time. The Colts are winning a lot of games so far this year. So, yeah, they they definitely look good. Um, it's going to be a fun game to watch. And, and not to be, I know we've said it in the past, but when you can beat San Francisco and Seattle at home, you can beat Denver. I I fully believe they could beat Denver. I could almost, you know, I uh, I, I should have put a money line bet on this game just because of the odds. That's all. Well, brother, you still got time. I do. You're right. So, looking at the other games, though, bud, and I don't, I don't know if there's anything else you want to want to bury into on this, but um, is there uh, what are the games did you like? What did you see? I mean, what's out there for you? Uh, well, I'll tell you. Um, I think that, that the Colts are absolutely solidifying their position at the top of their division, um, and I think that. Watching Kansas City beat Houston today and extend their win streak to seven, seven. six and zero, seven and zero, seven and zero. What the fuck is going on in Houston, in Texas? And do you think it's coaching at this point? I think it's been coaching most of the like. Oh, what were we, what was I watching? Uh, NFL Live this week and. Uh, Schlereth was in breaking breaking it down, and I was like, I didn't realize because I don't have the coaches tape or know nearly as much as these guys do. Um, but he was he was straight saying it is definitely uh, coaching has a ton to do with it uh, because uh, they're calling like I think last week I forget who Houston was playing, but there it was like a third and sixteen um, from like the 20-yard line uh, against whoever it was. And the defense that uh, the Texans called was like the absolute worst defense you could possibly call against uh, the lineup that was out there. So there's no doubt that that is coaching. There's no doubt that it's quarterback play. But how about that kid today that came in undrafted, out of Houston, uh, and actually had a pretty damn good game? Yeah, uh, you know, I was seen him. I think, right? Yeah, I was surprised to see a, you know an undrafted kid come in and do as well as he did. He kept him in the game. Um, Houston played better than I thought they would. You know, I mean, it was a seventeen sixteen final, and Houston had an opportunity to win. Yeah, um, and uh, Kansas City got to him, sacked him as time expired. But uh, you know, Brian Cushing, who in a lot of people's opinions, is one of the best defensive players in the NFL. Got hurt again today. Yeah, I saw that. Jamal Charles and, uh, put that back block on him. Yep. And when you look at that, with the combination of the rest of the turmoil that's going on, like that team has fallen from greatness quite possibly faster than any other team 
who's been considered a Super Bowl contender, maybe even a Super Bowl favorite. If you think about the last two years, two years ago, a lot of the talking heads picked him to go all the way and maybe even represent a win. Right. This year, same thing. They got healthy. They got Cushing back. They got this. They got that. And they uh, they suck. Yeah, they do. And what was it, last week I think I lost the bet to you? or the uh, Yeah, uh, St. Louis just destroyed Houston. Uh, and like 33 to 12 or some shit? Yeah, yeah. The Rams defense had, uh, I think, three takeaways and a touchdown. And then this week, you know, it just shows that, damn, bro, you know, you were right. I was wrong. Colts are going to win this division. I mean, the, uh, honestly, their next best competitor was the Texans, or not the Texans, but the uh, Titans, uh, who, you know, didn't play bad at all, but, uh, you know, lost to uh, – uh, San Fran, who's finally was fine, fine in their niche, even though they have all those injuries on defense and wide receivers. Yeah, with with uh, with Tennessee, their big thing's been Jake Locker's been out and beat up, and he was supposed to be out, I think, six to eight weeks, and came back in three. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know what the final was. It was like thirty to fifteen, thirty to seventeen, something like that. But uh, you know, Tennessee is the next best team in that, that division, and that's not very good. So, right. you know, uh, the Colts will be sitting pretty going in the playoffs, and, uh, you know, Houston just, oh, they they need an overhaul, man. They uh, they need a new coach, too. Yeah, it, it, it may look that way. Now, let's see what happens. Case Keenum comes in. He played well. I don't think they're going to. Go back to Schaub now. I bet Keenum is the coach, or the uh, quarterback, the rest of the year, and they may have their quarterback of the future undrafted out of the University of Houston. I mean, who knows? And it may may save Kubiak his job on putting the future on his arm. Yeah, who's? Do you know? This is total on the spot. Who was the last undrafted quarterback to become a stud in the NFL? Do you know? Warner. What was it, Kurt Warner? Well, I remember when the Rams got him, they played arena, and he was bagging groceries. Um, so I know that they pretty much got him out of the, off the street. Was, uh, but, I, you know, he was also older, so I don't know if he was originally drafted in the NFL, but I don't think he was. So my guess would be Kurt Warner. Okay, all right. So but there you go. If you're going to have me name anybody else, uh, who was the kid? Who was <laughs> Doug, um, what's his name? Uh, the only black quarterback to win a Super Bowl for the uh, period, but he played for the Eagles. I forget his name, but I think he was undrafted as well. well I was going to say, hey, let's let's well, I'll do some research and find a measuring stick for the team kid and see, uh, yeah. see how he does. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, that quarterback. I would say that that would, that would be my guess, but we'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll know by next show. Um, Any you saw this weekend, bro? You know. Uh, I had the under in the Dallas Philly game, but who would have thought it was going to be seventeen to three? Philly doesn't put up a touchdown all game long, and first first time. I'm not to interrupt you, but the first time Chip Kelly has gone scoreless in the first half in his career. Yeah, yeah. College or pro. Yeah, I think they even said any half, right? So that uh, surprised the hell out of me. And uh, Foles got injured. Uh, so it, and even so, he did not look good at all. So any talk about uh, him replacing Mike Vick, I think it's going to have to stop. Um, 
Let's see. The oh, the Cincinnati Detroit game. That was a really good game. Both those teams are really good, man. Best game of the day, I think. That or the Chicago game was good too. Either yeah, way, that's, that's a good call. Jay Cutler get gone with a groin injury. Yeah, they. they that, you're up there, yeah, and uh, yeah. and I don't know how much you've heard, but it sounds like it's it's gonna, he's going to be out a while. He yeah, that, we're probably looking at uh, six weeks, uh, which is the rest of the season practically. Um, it's going to be it's going to be fun fun listening to the the radio shows up here this week. Well, uh, and he's in a contract year, right? This is this is a big time contract year for him. This is whether or not he gets labeled the franchise quarterback of Chicago or not. And he was off to a good start. Uh, you know, the Bears are doing some good things, and uh, they uh, they they're they're falling from grace as well. So yeah, I I think though that. I, I mean I don't know what they do if they don't if they don't franchise them. That, that would be because who else are you going to come? I mean I just don't know who else you go who you have to go out and get or who else you do anything for. So, um, well and and uh, Gronk was back today had over 100 yards receiving and uh, uh, you know the the uh, Pat's defense was actually the thing that let him down today. The, that's what's been carrying him uh, all season long so far. Um, but they allowed 30 points to the Jets. Are you shocked? that uh, the Jets beat them or do you think that uh do you think that it was a, a winnable game for New York? I I'm I wouldn't say I'm shocked that they won. I'm surprised that they won. Uh I'm surprised that the the Patriots defense allowed thirty points. I figure if they can score really twenty you know, twenty one points, uh, the 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 Pats, that defense has been really good this year. So um kind of surprised at that and Geno Smith looks like the real deal I mean I agree I just I I don't see I mean maybe the Texans should sign Sanchez as a backup I don't know uh somebody's got to do something but uh Geno Smith is is turning into uh, a, a starting quarterback in this league, and I did not see that coming. No, and he's saving Rex Ryan's job. And that's a damn shame, because Rex Ryan does not deserve to be a head coach in the National Football League. <laughs> a damn shame. Uh, did you see uh, Did you see or even hear the spot where Ray Lewis interviewed Rex Ryan today, and Rex was like, how about you come back for one game and help me beat New England today? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Like I know it was a joke, but get the fuck out of here. That's uh, pretty funny. Yeah, no, I didn't see that. I watched some of. Uh, I slipped back and forth too often. I watched some of that. I saw Randy Moss's interview with Brandon Marshall. Now I didn't know this, and I guess I didn't pay attention enough. So he got fined ten thousand dollars for his shoes he wore last week. And I, do you know the story behind the shoes? No, I missed it. I wasn't. I didn't catch that. That's okay. So you're right. So last week Brandon Marshall wore it's pretty much lime green cleats. And I don't know, you know, it's it's against the uniform, uh, whatever uh, dress code, yeah. And uh, he knew he was going to get fined, and everyone, everyone in the booth, I, if I remember right, was just like, well, you know, that's just Brandon being Brandon. Well, actually, what he was doing is it was Mental Health Awareness Week, and uh, green is lime green is their color, so he was wearing the shoes. So people would go, I wonder why he's wearing the shoes, and it would draw attention around mental health awareness. So he was fined ten thousand dollars, 
uh, and then uh, matched the fine and made a, a, a donation to uh, the, the charity around mental health awareness, which everyone Ron Artest uses, I'm sure. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. It was a good interview, and, and Randy Moss is actually not doing a bad job at Fox. I'm, I'm all right with that. So Yeah, I, uh, I don't watch Fox very much. Yeah. Guys, but the, um, but it's cool that Randy Moss has found a, a spot. You know who else was on TV today getting interviewed? Uh, a former player that, that fits into the world of Randy Moss' conversation. Is Brett Favre was on NFL Network this afternoon. Oh, yeah? Is he talking about a comeback? Uh, well, he got asked that question, believe it or not. Uh, as, as you may know, he coaches high school football in Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, and they're the best-ranked team in the state right now. Really? And, uh, they they were actually interviewing him about the whole Manning comeback thing to Indy and, and what did it feel like and, uh, you know, did you feel any pressure or nervousness when you went back to Lambeau for the first time after getting released by Green Bay? And he said absolutely. He said it was the most he'd ever been nervous for a game really? just because he was coming back to where he'd been for all those years. Yeah. And as you... You know, as you're the visitor and you're walking through, it's a totally different vibe. So that was kind of a cool interview. Then they did say, hey, um, we hear you've been working out a lot. Are you thinking about making a comeback? And he started laughing and says, I'm not in football shape. I, I, he said, I, uh, I hosted a camp for special needs kids not too long ago, and I was getting out thrown by the kids by about 30 yards. <laughs> I don't know if that was a, a joke on him or, or what, but it was pretty funny to hear him say it. You know, I'm glad. I wish I would have seen that because that's pretty cool. That dude, like, he gets such a, in my opinion, he gets such a bad rap. Everybody got so tired about hearing, you know, the comebacks about Favre and and how he stayed too long. Man, if I have a chance to play football, I'm gonna stay for as long as I can. And really, I I don't think he stayed too long because if you look the second to last season, he got the Vikings to the NFC Championship game, and if Adrian Peterson doesn't put the ball on the ground four times. He's in the Super Bowl, and then uh, the year after, I mean, you get so close to a Super Bowl, you have the same team coming back, you know, why not give it a shot, and then he just got injured and stuff. Yeah, well, they uh, when they asked about that, he said, you know, it took me 19 years to figure it out, but after 19 years, I realized I don't really like getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the, the first 18, I really enjoyed it. That last one, I didn't really like it anymore. So <laughs> it was a pretty good interview, man. You should look it up. It was pretty. Yeah, dude. He's. I think uh, he'll always be one of my favorite characters slash players in the NFL. Uh, that's that's for sure. I, that dude's. That dude was quality. Um, Jacksonville still sucks, bro. Yes, they do. Good lord. Yeah. So. In, in Jacksonville and Tampa both have not won a game so far this season. So Florida, as far as pro football, is not looking great, minus the Dolphins are looking okay. Uh, who wins the game first, do you think, bud? Not Jacksonville. <laughs> they uh, There's only one good thing about Jacksonville, and it's not even really that good, their uniforms. Um, I, I actually I enjoy what they're doing with their unis. It's kind of a college twist. Yeah. And I don't remember who it was, if it was Scotty or if it was Gov, but one of them said, you know, that would be a, a keen thing. Now with rookie salary caps, how do you attract college talent, update the uniforms and get the unis to kind of be familiar and similar and, and hip and up the speed with uh, 
the college is doing. I think that's Jacksonville's first step. Either that or that's the uniforms they're going to have when they go across the pond and they're just trying to break them in now. <laughs> it could be. Because they are horrible. Honestly, I thought, you know, just, since Justin Blackman's come back, they've been a pretty solid team. Um, and, well, let me take it back. Looked a hell of a lot better than the shitty they looked in the first couple of weeks. But today, they didn't look good at all. They, they looked when, horrible. They've scored more points on safeties this year than I think they've thrown touchdowns. Uh, I think you're probably right, to be honest. I mean, that defense isn't entirely horrible. But they have lost every game by more than 10 points. And that's, that's, uh, that's a stat in itself. I think it was like the Tampa Bay Bucks of like 02 or something was the last team to do that, or, or 06 or something along those lines. It's ridiculous. Um, so I, I uh, ah, football is crazy. I mean, it's hard to get, I mean, like I would have never guessed the 20 points would have only been scored in Dallas and Philly. I thought. Both teams would have scored over 20 points themselves. I'm interested to see what Cincinnati does. They're going to win that division, bro. You think they are? You think they got that locked up? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not a – you know, when you can beat Detroit at Detroit, and uh, last week they had a big win, uh, and they beat uh, – I think they won up in Green Bay as well. I mean, I think they, they've got a lot of, a lot of uh, good things going on, and – Andy Dalton is is playing better and better each week, it seems. Yeah, I think they got to lock up the running game and get more consistent there. Um, because at the end of the day, they need to be on the field for longer. And when you're throwing 80-yard bombs to A.J. Green, you're just giving, like today, for instance, Detroit just had too much time on the, the field, which is why they stayed in the game so long. And let me tell you, Megatron's a fucking nightmare. That touchdown catch between three people? Dude, that one, and then there was a double team where he had literally was having a fist fight with one, one guy, was that double cover behind him, and still went up and palmed the ball and brought it down for that other touchdown. Like, he had a fucking monster game. Yeah, he's, he's I mean, it, you can say it almost every week. Last week, he wasn't healthy. He had 25 yards receiving. Re- receiving. Today, he was healthy, and oh, God, he's a fucking beast. Yeah, three touchdowns. Uh, I don't even know how many yards. Uh, I think he had two yeah. touchdowns, but he had two like touchdowns. 170 yards receiving. Fucking uh, sick. Yeah, I have 155 yards receiving, two touchdowns, 27 and a half fantasy points. Nice. Yeah. That's good. I got him on a couple teams. I do, yeah, in one league, I, there's there's one league I play in. In my old work, it's a two-quarterback league. You actually start two quarterbacks. That's um, weird. Yeah, and I drafted like eight, and so everybody was taking quarterbacks. So I was like, screw it. I took um, Megatron with my first pick, and then I think my second round or third round pick, I got A.J. Green. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. a good problem to have. Yes, they both. I mean, and that was a fun game to watch, too. I mean, as we were talking about, because really it was whoever was on the you had the, first, the best and the second best receiver on the field at any given point in that game. Oh, yeah, either side of the ball, you knew there was something that could break open. Yeah, and, and neither one disappointed. I mean, A.J. Green, like you said, with that 82-yard touchdown catch, and then, like we just said, Megatron catches a touchdown pass between three dudes. Jesus. He's the best porn star ever. Um, so how's your game going? Uh, uh, no score, two punts. 
third and six for Indy. Uh, not a lot of offense early. I think everybody's got butterflies. And i yeah. uh, got to settle down. Uh, early, though. You know, let's go over. I could just feels it's like 90 points so yeah yeah 57 yeah all right cool well that's that's kind of all i got about today i don't know if you don't have anything else you want to do your news that sounds good to me brother well before before we transition to news we got to talk a little series starting oh yeah 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 it's all right so boston red sox and the st louis Redbirds in the world series Mm-hmm. And my wife, my wife brought something up earlier today when we were talking, and uh, you know, I feel like it was such a good point that I had to bring it up. The Cardinals might be the best team in baseball the last ten years. Yeah. Yeah. And it really pains me to say that out loud, but they really might be the best team in the last fucking decade. Like, yeah. they find ways to win with. With people like fucking what's his name Justin Freeze, who's from St. Louis, plays third base, was was a nobody, and the fucker hit more home runs. Uh, I don't know if it was the last series they won or not, but he had like three or four home runs to uh, to, to to bring another title home. When Albert Pujols left, and fucking uh, what the hell's the last skipper's name? Um, yeah, Larusa. Larusa. When he left, like you you thought okay. This organization has to rebuild. This franchise has got some work to be done. The next fucking year, they were contending. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, I keep calling them lucky. I just think they, they, that luck just seems not run out for them. But uh, ultimately, they're just really, really good. Yeah. And if Snowflake was on, I'm sure he'd have an opinion about his, uh, his, his Red Sox. But, but something tells me the Cardinals are winning the World Series, bro. You know, like I was thinking about that, kind of, kind of the same line. I mean, is there really any other franchise that's being run better than the Cardinals? I mean, you, maybe Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay's not winning as much. Yeah. You know, and you look at the payroll, and that's why Tampa Bay gets all that attention. Uh, yeah, and I would say, yeah, I mean, you're gonna have the Cardinals, and then behind them, you're gonna have uh, Tampa Bay and Oakland. I would say. And just because of what you're saying, the payroll and, and their their return on the dollars that they put into their payroll. Uh, but Jesus, I mean, you lose who you think your best player is with Pujols leaving. You don't miss a beat. You know, like you said, Freeze comes up. And then I don't remember really anybody talking about them too much going into this season. And lo and behold, there they are in another World Series. Yep, it's uh, a little ridiculous, and it makes me angry and choke up. When's the last time the AL has really, like, it's the NL has dominated the World Series over the past what decade? You've had Cardinals, Cardinals, the or, yeah. uh, uh, Gi- Giants. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I mean the Yankees. It's been a while. Doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't really count. Um, you look at Detroit. They've kind of been relevant recently. Did they what win? But. Did they win one World Series, or didn't they? Yeah. They got no. Uh, they, they lost. They lost San to Louis. Yeah, 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 or San Francisco, not San Louis. Uh, you had Texas, who tried to get relevant for one year, and uh, that's really it. Yeah, it's all nationally, nationally dominant. So the National League, and actually, you know what? I'm I'm gonna look it up because uh, 
So the National League has won. Let's see. Hang on. Let me take a look. I hate to do this while we're while we're talking about it. I I should have it up. But if the if, if it's if it's playing out like we're thinking, um, is there any reason that the All Star Game even matters? Who gives a shit about no. home field if it's the National League that keeps winning? So we have. All right. So last year was the Giants, the Cardinals, the Giants. Then the Yankees, Phillies, Red Sox, Cardinals. So since 06, there's been one, two, three, four, five, uh, five and two National League. Mm-hmm. How many goes with the Redbirds? Uh, let's see. Three? Actually, they won in 2011. That's it. No, yeah, they won the uh, How many times? No, I mean, how many times were they there? Oh, you probably don't have oh, that. Oh, were they there? No, I got that too. No, I have. All I have them. I'll. I have them there is once. Here's here's what it was last year. It was Giants and Tigers. That was yeah. 2012. 2011 was Cardinals Rangers, um, which was a great series, four to three. Then the year before that, it was uh, Giants and Rangers. The year before that, it was Yankees Phillies. Then Phillies, Tampa Bay, Red Sox, Rockies, Cardinals. I don't know, yeah. And that's so. So this year will be the third series the Cardinals have been in the last ten years. Uh, Game starts. Well, since '06, yeah, no more than that. '04, they were, they lost the World Series in '04 to the Red Sox. There's four. So and then, so what we say? Well, yeah. So let's say '04. That's ten years. Right. So they've they've been in the last ten years they've been to the series four times. Yeah, okay. There you go. So yeah. That's, that's say, ridiculous. So your wife has uh has, has my my wife has clearly has a crush on the red uh, the Redbirds. I can't believe you married her. <laughs> is it too late is it too late too late to get it annulled? Uh it's definitely too late. And she tries to tell me she's a Brewers fan, but clearly she's a Cardinal fan. And that just makes my stomach hurt. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, so interested to see uh, what happens. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm cheering for the Red Sox for obvious reasons, but uh, Cardinals are probably going to win. You heard it here first. Oh, boy. Ready to do some weird news? Let's do it, buddy. I'm a god, and football players... Pretend they live in a box. I'm just saying it right now. Peyton Manning looks fucking good. Oh, goody! One's using, maybe one was using, and now he's not. Perturbed and frustrated. You can't accept it. Can I argue and complain about whoever the fuck dresses Craig Seeger? Jojo, the idiot circus boy. <laughs> All right, so this was short and sweet, and uh, comes to us from abroad. Going, going world stupid news tonight. Not, not staying national. Um, comes to us from Colombia, and chaos. Just let me tell you, bro. I would never want to be this guy. <laughs> and I read: Man has penis amputated due to Viagra overdose. Oh. <laughs> Gigante Colombia, September 19th. Gigante? Yep. Which stands for giant. Exactly. 
also funny, also why it made stupid news. A man from southern Columbia had to have his penis amputated after he allegedly overdosed on the erectile dysfunction medication Viagra, officials say. The 66-year-old man and from Gigante, whose name has not been released, told the local newspaper that he intentionally overdosed on Viagra to impress his new girlfriend, Columbia Reports reported Wednesday. However, the penis-enhancing drug caused the man, who said he was a former member of the Gigante Municipal Council, to experience a constant state of erection for several days, the report said. He then sought medical help. Doctors in Gigante referred the man to a medical fact facility in Nieve, uh, media where doctors noted that the man's penis was inflamed, fractured, and showed signs of gangrene oh and opted God. to amputate to prevent the inflammation and gangrene from spreading to other parts of his body. Quote, the patient showed bruising on the testicles and penis, was treated, and is recovering well. End quote. A doctor told local newspaper, holy fucking shit. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm sure his uh, girlfriend's really impressed now. The 66-year-old man overdosed on Viagra to impress his new girlfriend. Oh, 66, really? 66 and trying to get it in. Oh, boy! I just hope I, you know what? I guess if 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 it get it up or or cut it off, I would have chose gangrene, man. Yeah, I know, right? Like, just hang on. Hope for the best. You're fucking 66. You don't have that much life left to live? No, nah, no. Nah, just go down swinging. You might as well, you know what? And ride her that whole week. I'm sure you were in a ton of pain and all that, but right now, the depression that fucking guy has to feel is more than he would have ever imagined if he didn't have a fucking constant heart on. What do you think that conversation was with the doctor? Listen, man, we got to cut it off. You know, Doc... I hear what you're saying, yeah. and uh, yeah. I, I just don't think I can allow that. Like, I'm pushing back. I yeah. think we could find a different way. Like, let's milk this fucker. Right. Let's stick a syringe in this thing and drain it or something. No shit. Oh, my. They say in the commercials, if an erection lasts for more than six hours, I think, or yeah. four hours, whatever it is, you need to seek medical help. Right. This old, this old motherfucker waited five or six days. And, and that's you, the only realize. Go on, I'm sorry. He probably could have. He probably could have prevented the amputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to. I wonder how bad he was in bed for him to go. I want to. And how much extra he must have taken? Because there's no way he just took one. Because this. It, 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 oh no! Oh, it says he he took a large amount to quote unquote overdose. Like he took yeah. more than the blue pill. Yeah, I mean that's just. You're probably not good in bed to begin with. I mean, if you're trying to not be a one-pump chump, one will probably do you just fine. You don't have to go from 30 seconds to three days in in four pills, you dumb shit. That's... <laughs> uh, I hope I hope he wore lime green shoes the uh, last week, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I didn't even think about that. Well played, my man. Well played. <laughs> oh, I forget about all the sounders we have. Good news, man. Good news. Well, let's get some final shots, <laughs> shots, thoughts, whatever, and let you get to your game. So you got anything? Uh, you know, life is short. Uh, appreciate what you have and uh, 
always be willing to listen to people's opinions and ideas and make changes uh, and, and appreciate the time that you get to spend with your loved ones. That's my that's my thought for the evening. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I usually say the same thing all the time. Thank the boys for coming on. So thanks Hollywood for being on. That's for sure. Uh, and uh, but uh, I was uh, I, I gotta I gotta bring some love to one of the other shows that that's on here, and that's the Footprint Show. They actually had a uh, um, a rally. I guess it's called a rally. It wasn't a protest, but on um, Saturday. Uh, Tom and uh, a couple of guys who were on the show uh, were in downtown Boston in front of the uh, courthouse uh, staging a rally, not a protest. Uh, a lot of fathers' rights groups were there. Um, they did a show from down there, a uh, really good show. And, of course, you know, I, I, was, I was in on it with them uh, for a little bit. And uh, there's some really interesting things that go on that I am – never even knew about when it comes to the court systems. And that's what that show's about, is how messed up the court system is. For example, dollar, dollar for dollar for every, uh, every dollar a, a judge awards uh, child support, uh, they, get, uh, they get that paid back to the court or them dollar for dollar. So uh, like I have a, a friend of mine who gets, uh, well, actually, not a friend, my girlfriend, she gets child support. She gets 200 or a couple hundred dollars a month. I don't even know exactly how much, but let's just say it's, $500 a month. I have no idea. 500 goes to her, and somehow there's a fund that's through the government or some other way where $500 either goes to that judge or a, a portion of that goes to the judge. The judge actually gets money based on how much child support is awarded. There's another person on that show, or that at least was a guest on that show, that has seen his kids 30 minutes over the past 29 months. Uh, and uh, he hasn't done anything wrong. He's not He's not a, uh, a felon. He's not, you know, he, he goes to work, he pays child support, but because so many things are so messed up in the system, hasn't allowed him to see his kids, and uh, they don't live close to, uh, close to each other. And um, Tom, the guy who runs the show, uh, he's also on there with me, they did it's in a box. His kids live in California. He lives in Massachusetts. Just circumstances happen, and the ex-wife is, she's a cunt. Uh, he won't say it, but I'll say it. She's a cunt. And, uh, uh, she uh, she does everything she can for her him not to see the kids, and he brings home about a hundred dollars a month. I think is what he said because everything else goes to child support. So uh, something you guys should definitely learn about. I'm you know if there's uh, there's a cause to take on. I'm not a parent. I'm not anything. But there's a lot of wrong and. Lord knows how much I love fighting against the system, and I think this is a system that I'll end up fighting against with him. So um, just uh, be aware of what the hell's going around you, because there's a lot of shit that we think we know. I had no idea this was even going on, and, and I can't, can't sit back and let it happen anymore. I don't know what I'm going to do, but shit, we got radio shows. We can talk some shit. So We can definitely talk. Yes, we can. Thanks, Hollywood. Motherfuckers, yeah. we're out. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. This is going to be one fucked up podcast. And we've got players now coming up limp. EP in football. This is a guy who's broken down. You don't know the power of the dark side. I believe in karma, man. Seriously? You fellas been doing a bit of booze and have you? Sucking back on grandpa's old cough medicine?
Oh, Rondo just got ejected. Seriously? I'm talking about the the, the pre-intercourse. There's still maybe some titties. What we've got here is failure to communicate. That was a freak day. 